Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. television, he does movies, and he's also a U.S. soldier. His name is Intellect. He's joining us to talk about his career and what he's working on currently. Then in Hot Topics, we're talking about everything everyone's talking about. Uh, O.J. Simpson and Bill Cosby. Are, well, O.J.'s on Twitter, and he just started a Twitter account where he is talking about everything from did he have a relationship with Chris Jenner or not, etc. Bill Cosby, he tweeted yesterday... Um, a Father's Day speech, really, and he's gotten backlash. Both of them getting backlash. Then find out why a first, um, the, the Upper Marlboro, Maryland's first black mayor, why she's resigning after only two years. And then Tiffany Haddish, she postpones concerts here because of the abortion laws. We're talking about all that in Hot Topics. Marmandre all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website, stevenishow.com. You also get your t-shirts. You can learn more about us. Just go to our website. Look, when we come back, Hot Topics. Right back after this. In my mind you are always thought of You take 
I'm your girl that get on love. How powerful love is. Now to spread love around the world. Round and round and round we go. Waiting for the wind to blow. As we walk the streets alone. Only love can bring you know us we home. We've been powerless and blind. That's right. But tomorrow we'll be gone. Yeah. Let love guide.
love you more Ride or die, that's what love is for Believe it or not, God loves us all When I was down tonight, you were down with him Things got deep, you drowned with me And if there was heat, I know you caught back Click, click, spit around with me Blow a pan with me, hold it down with me Tell all them haters, they can come get me It's us against the world, 150 I love Miami, that's my city It's all good Love is love Shaggy people It's all on us And you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show, Miss Parker. How you feeling? Happy Monday. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, surprisingly, kind of eventful. Went mm. out to hang out with some friends on Sunday. No, Saturday afternoon, late afternoon. They turned out it was actually a birthday party and a welcome home party. At a oh, nice. Pool. Had a great time. Yeah, I saw you look good. You're bathing suit. <laughs> thank you. Went out to a few other places. Yes, Lord. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good workouts today. You're right. It, it doesn't come easy. Exactly. Um, but it was it was fun, and then uh, we hung out later on that night. And yesterday, my girlfriend, who does the promotions at that brunch spot, was actually her birthday, so she had a birthday at that spot, like a brunch party, day party. Oh, nice. That's true. So um, went by to show her some love and then just came home but it it was a good weekend that's good my weekend was cool i didn't um do a whole lot i did go out to eat on saturday and then um yesterday i just watched netflix but this morning i was supposed to be downtown for a meeting at eight o'clock right and i um set my alarm clock for because you know atlanta traffic it's unpredictable so i set my alarm clock for 6 20 and 6 45 that's usually the time i go to the gym not on mondays though Mondays I don't but anyway and so my boss is calling me and it's 7.30 and I was I'm at 7.20 and I was asleep I said shoot thank god I had everything laid out so I didn't answer but I rushed rushed to get in the car and I call her she said hey um did you get my messages and my text messages I said no and I'm in the car driving she said yeah we must move the meeting back to Thursday morning I said thank you lord I said oh yeah I was on my way I did a U-turn right in my neighborhood, came back, and I said, God, it's so good. Because <laughs> I did not want to deal with that traffic. But um, it worked out. Chicky, how was your uh, weekend? Yeah, you would have been late. You would have been late. I would have been late, yeah. Yep, yep. How was your weekend, Chicky? Uh, 
my weekend was good. I uh, I did visiting. I, I don't know if anyone else does this practice. Uh, I was kind of raised doing it, so maybe once a month or every other month, um, we'll just start traveling and visit friends that you mm. haven't seen in a while, mm. just to catch up, spend a little time with them, then you move on to the next. Yeah. You, of course, you make a schedule about it, but it's a day just for that. Okay. So mm. Just catch up with your your friends because you know life tends to keep us busy and pull That's away from certain situations sometimes. So you have to make time to. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. All so right. I went visiting. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, our question of the day is: Do you believe people can change, Miss Parker? Yes, absolutely. I think people can change, but it has to be at their own timing and at their own desires. Hmm. Okay. Chica. You know what I said. Anything's possible with God's help. As long as you, you bring bring the almighty power into it, anything is possible. I agree. I agree both of you. I think it, it takes a lot of work. Um, it takes faith. Um, but, but it can be done. I think it can be done. I think people don't really, most people don't change as much as they think they do, but it can be done. That's, that's what I think. Well, let, me, let me just say this, though, for people that are on that journey. The key factor in changing and wanting to change is dealing with your own truth. Yeah. Once you deal with your own truth, changes, it, it's like it falls into place, like meat off the bone. Exactly. That's true. That's true. Well, tweet us at home and let us know, do you believe people can change uh, Steve and I show SHO? Or Hot Topics. So, you, as we know, yesterday was Father's Day, so happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures out there. Well, your boy Bill Cosby, uh, he tweeted from jail. And everyone thought it was a PR stunt. They thought his team had done it. But um, apparently it came from Cosby. His rep confirmed. Um, He called his his rep, Andrew Wyatt. This is what TMZ reporting. That Bill called from prison every um, Sunday night wanting to get the Father's Day message out uh, to the public from his official social media accounts. Wyatt says Bill dictated... Through the phone call, what exactly he wanted to say? So um, Wyatt says that Bill does this often. He's on with his team on the phone calls and face to face about three to four times a month. So in his video, he's I mean his post, he says, um, "Hey, hey, hey! It's America's dad. I know it's late, but to all the dads, it's an honor to be called father. So let's make today a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and communities." He could in the video he posted it was a throwback video from an old um, CBS Black History uh, months, and he's speaking it and he says, "America invented the cruelest slavery in the history of the world because it broke it broken black families. After slavery was over, America kept breaking up black men's families, and that's some awful history to teach." Now, as you can imagine, his post received some backlash uh, because it came from him. But, you know, because of his old charges and everything. But his his uh, rep says that the reason why he called himself America's dad is because that's what everyone calls him inside jail. They're calling him their dad. And so he was just playing off of that. What are your thoughts, Ms. Parker? Um, I don't have any. You know, you wish everyone a... Uh Happy Father's Day, and, you know, great for him. Okay. What about you, Chica? 
I'm more than sure that Mr. Cosby is locked away with his regrets. He has a lot of time to think. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's probably thinking like abundant, abundant amount. And he's an artist. He has to get it out. And this is what he's going to do. Yeah. So, and I'm also sure he's missing his children too, you know, especially his son and his daughter that passed away. So I know he's probably feeling some type of way and he needs an outlet. And the outlet has to be, I guess, it's, you know, he, part of it is ego too because he is an artist and he was who he was. He's trying to still exercise his Bill Cosby-ness. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I think it's ego. I, and I think it's it's something wrong with the fact that you can't understand that you've done, you've been accused and found guilty of these things and you can't just sit down somewhere. You can't just sit down somewhere. That's the ego. That's yeah. the ego part. Um, yeah. It won't let him. He has that OJ syndrome. Yeah, we're talking about OJ. Yeah, OJ did the same thing. We're talking about the next. He actually. Uh, have a seat. Uh huh. How many times put him in jail? No matter. Can't have a seat. All right. He took the OJ. We're talking about that. He uh, took the Twitter, um, but not only that, he's shown complete inability to understand how Twitter works. Instead of typing out his words, he's having someone record videos, giving him many monologues that are a little weird. People are thinking. And his recent video, I think he's done two. He said that um, Khloe Kardashian is not his father, not his daughter, and that he has never had any relations with Chris um, Jenner. He said he never saw her that way. As you know, he um, he was good friends with her ex, well, you know, her deceased husband, um, ex husband, uh, the Kardashian father, Rob Kardashian. He, he, he posted that on Twitter. Yeah, he put made a video and he said that that he never saw Chris that way. And that um, he's very proud of Chloe as he is of all the Kardashian daughters, but that is definitely not his daughter. He said we've never had any kind of relationship like that. And so um, what he's doing in these videos, not tweeting, but his videos he's posting, he is uh, cleaning up a lot of the rumors. But the reason why people are upset, the fact that he's doing this, is because he did it twenty uh, the 25th anniversary, day after the 25th anniversary of his ex-wife, and her friend, um, their murder. And they're thinking it's insensitive. Again, it's that ego. And um, people aren't really having it. They're calling him a murderer. You know you know how people are online. Do, do you think that he should be out there on Twitter making these videos, Ms. Parker? I mean, he can do what he wants to do, but is it a smart idea? No. Right, yeah. Right. You know I, mean? I, think he, I think he, first of all, I will never understand how much ego you have to have to be graced with freedom. Right. Graced mm-hmm. with freedom. Yep. I'm murdering two people because OJ, we all know OJ did it. He did it. Graced with freedom. Mm-hmm. And can't sit down. Right, can't sit down. Can't sit down. Because even after you got... Yeah. Just almost like you're untouchable, but you know you're not. Exactly. It's just to me, it's almost like a form of mental illness at that point. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chica. Uh, again, ego. You know, mm-hmm. I, if anything, uh, his ego is probably bigger than Bill's. Yeah, honest. I agree. Um, but I will say this: if you think that OJ is going to sit down anytime soon, he's not. I'm sure that he's. All of this is gearing up to probably a book or something. And I heard some talk in the past about him possibly doing a reality show. OJ's not going to sit down. OJ's going to continue. He's going to spin this. There's this guy who, um, 
he, I think he's coming out with a book or he, I know he did an interview, but he's coming out in a book and he, he used to work with OJ or I forgot how he was related to OJ in terms of professionally, but he was really close to OJ apparently. And he said in an interview that he was in a hot tub one time um, and OJ and Chris Jenner were in there and they were having sex in a hot tub. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I think, I wonder if that's why he made this particular video that we've never had that kind of relationship. Or whatever. Wow. Yeah. All of them need to sit down. OJ's 70 something years old. Please sit down. <laughs> well, look, listen, listen, listen. They're, and they're all older men. They're mm-hmm. all older. I'm, and, and, and I'm jumping ahead of myself. We have that dude that's in that office. We have yep. Uh, yep. OJ. And now we have the Bill Cosby. Yep. Dominate, all on Twitter. Dominating Twitter, right. Exactly. Okay. Well, last week, uh, uh, Cassie and her new boyfriend Alex Fine, um, they announced that she was pregnant with their child. Cassie, as you know, she dated Diddy for P Diddy for eleven years, and so Diddy took to Instagram and he congratulated them. Um, he said, and so people said he was taking the high road and whatnot. Well, Alex Fine apparently is not really feeling it because. Someone commented on um, commented on Diddy's post and said, Diddy really tried to steal your moment along with your photo. I think people can see now who he really is. He has no place in the future you have built. You two have built. Um, you're, you're, obviously, you're obviously a man with a heart, integrity, and the right values. Blessings to you all. He liked it. So what they were saying is that Diddy went on Alex's page, copied the picture that Alex posted, and then he congratulated them, but he tagged Cassie and didn't tag Alex. So he saw it as him being being petty, really, not really taking the high road. Do you think uh, there's something to this, Ms. Parker? I think people are reading the stuff so much, and they don't, they don't have their own lives. They're dissecting somebody else's lives mm-hmm. without even knowing the details. Right. Um, do I think Cassie and her new man could have done without a congratulations from Diddy, from Diddy um, given on how the situation was? He was her trainer, and, and Diddy had some issues with her dating him. Um, but I think people grow and move past things. Yes, there's going to be some hurt feelings in the beginning with any breakup. Um, but I think Diddy is having a lot of issues with the fact that he hasn't treated women well, um, that he's had really good women in his life that he really hasn't been a good man to. Um, but we are we we have to give people a space to grow and change. We have to say, okay, well, this person that you represented wasn't the right, you know. He's a great father; he represents that well. But as far as being a great mate, he's never represented that well. And so maybe he wants to make a change. Maybe this is his way of trying to find that, what you know, that 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 lane to do so. Um, but I think as society, we have to just let. We don't have to comment on everything. We don't have to comment on everything. Like the picture. You don't have to drag anybody. And keep it moving. Wish them well. Um, but maybe he was, it came from a good place. Like, we mm-hmm. don't know. And right. I think it was him being petty. Um, I think he realized that he lost a good woman. And, and maybe that was his way of saying, hey, let's, let's just have truth. And, um, you know, congratulations to you and your new family. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he needs that so he can move on. But, you know, we never know. But I just think people make up all these stories and all this drama and then I never understand why celebrities keep their comments on. Like, I still... Yeah, you always say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, still, but, uh, I wouldn't want to read random people's thoughts about me. Like, I wouldn't even care. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, but best of luck to her. I'm happy for her. She seems to be happy and and seems to be a, a, a really cute couple. So. Yeah. Chica. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't take it that deep. Um, I look at it like Diddy is a brand. Cassie is still a part of his brand. He'll still still continue to make money off of her, and the way that social media is used, it was almost like an endorsement. Yes, he probably is. I'm not saying that he doesn't want to congratulate her or anything like that. He probably did. And also, like the show of gratitude, he gave that an endorsement by taking the picture and putting it on his page and saying the comment as well. So he kind of gave him a thumbs up and a check because this these people's social media ties into their business. Everything that they show you, is for a reason. They don't just show you stuff to just be showing you. It's it's strategic. A lot of it is. Yeah. Just to keep you in their their branding, in their cipher of information. Yeah, you know So it was an endorsement. When we were when I, we interviewed um Beverly, supermodel Beverly Peel, I didn't realize that they had someone has a job title of social media manager. I didn't know that. You yeah. know I know people were running other people's social media but I know it was the actual profession. And um, her daughter is a, um, you know, a influencer on social media, and she has a manager. So she was telling her mom she get one because she's joined it. And um, yeah, I think it's strategic. But I also think, if, if first of all, if I'm the kind of person, if I'm feeling some kind of way, but I'm not going to publicly congratulate them. You know what I'm saying? So I think people are looking into it a little bit more. Um, but like, as Ms. Parker said, we wish them all three, but especially the couple, uh, the best with their new um, baby to come. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back, find out why the first black mayor of Upper Marlboro, Maryland, is resigning after only two years. Right back after this.
the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website is StephenKnightShow.com. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, you know, just go to our website, StephenKnightShow.com. Alright, so, looks like uh, Jesse Smollett isn't the only lion brother who's in trouble with the law. According to M- uh, TMZ, Bashir Gray, he plays the youngest son, I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, he plays Hakeem. Hakeem, yes. Hakeem, he was recently arrested for driving related offenses. Now, apparently, the 25 year old was driving without a license or registration, um, but that's not all. Bashir was in Chicago Thursday when he was pulled over uh, for a registration issue. The tags did not match the car. Cops then discovered that he was driving, that he was driving his 2014 Rolls Royce without a license or insurance. Now, TMZ reports that the actor was booked on misdemeanor uh, registration that was not authorized on the vehicle and released. He was also cited for not having license and insurance. Is this a big deal? My thing is, why doesn't he have a license or insurance? Right, <laughs> right. Especially driving a Rolls Royce. Uh-huh. Can't even pass that. Yeah. Like, why would you not have a license and insurance? I, right. That's why I mean, get out here living the hood life. Right, <laughs> right. Got money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she so, I mean, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how big it's going to be for his career, but I just think it's just—it's dumb. Did you see his mugshot? Yeah. Them plats. I wonder what he's doing with the. Looks like he on hard drugs. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with the plats? 
But <laughs> they look like they were fake. <laughs> but uh, Chicken, what are your thoughts? They are. They're extensions. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Mr. Bashir is from here. He's from this area. Mm-hmm. I actually know his mother. Okay. And, um, uh, you know, hood is as hood does. I mean, no offense, but, you know, some of the same behaviors, it's, it's almost like um, why certain people get means, you know, and money and means and access, and you still resort back to that behavior that you exhibited before that. It's just there. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think that he's probably ever had a license because he was making money and he was doing things at a very young age. And and to be around and see him in the mix of people, people take care of him. And mm-hmm. not in the sense that they're doting on his hands or somebody has a driver to take him to appointments. You know, he doesn't really have to travel alone if he, you know, for the most part, he doesn't. So I could see him trying to floss, trying to show off. And he had this car that he can't drive because he doesn't have a license on it and decided to show up and got caught. I remember years ago, uh, me and Ms. Parker, we were reading a story about the uh, heiress to the people that own Walmart um, got arrested for like her third DUI. With all that money, why are you driving? He could get a driver to take him where he needed to go. You know what I'm saying? This makes no sense to trying me. To keep, trying, to keep, trying to keep things secret, being by yourself. Because you're always around people when you have money. Still trying to sneak off no, and be by yourself. Had, like, Got caught. No, she, she's had like over twelve. She have a. She's been in and out of rehab for close to twenty years. She's like fifty. Wow. Um, and that that's probably she, what she's doing, she sneaking off to get her drink. Yeah, she has <laughs> That's not funny. God bless her. <laughs> God bless her. All right. Well, uh, Marilyn Mayor, she's stepping down after only two years from her uh, position after being a victim of racist attacks and bullying. According to NBC4, Mayor Tanya Turner uh, of Upper Marlboro is resigning, and residents claim it isn't until she made her announcement that the alarming incidents came to light. So she released a statement pretty just saying that she was um, stepping down as of July, uh, June 21st, uh, 2019. She said, I no longer will be serving as, as mayor and president of the Board of commission, Commissioners uh, for the town of Upper Marlboro, Upper Marlboro excuse me. Uh, she wrote in a letter which cited progress in having secured over $800,000 in grants, re- legislation, legislation oh, excuse me, that advanced economic development and, and the creation of an outreach team that was focused on diversity and inclusion. But it turns out she was receiving these threats and even um, someone uh, slashed her tires at a town hall meeting. Um, someone was caught writing, drawing, sketching swastikas um, on a yellow pad while she was uh, speaking and ended up being the former the former mayor uh, that was there before her. And so they said that she's gone through a lot and it's been very um, been very, you know, trying for her, but people, the townspeople are saying that they think it's because she was not accepting the status quo and she was shaking things up. And that wasn't accepted to a lot of people. Um, but the interesting fact is that Upper Marlboro is a part of Prince George's County, Maryland, which is predominantly black. And, and of course, you know, white folks live there. Um, but the town is like 657 people. What are your thoughts? Would you quit, Miss Parker? Um, so I'm trying to figure out uh, if that you still a lot. 
Mm-hmm. So she she left because she said she's been getting threats. So mm-hmm. the town is majority white or black. It's majority black, but there are still white people there. Okay, everything sometimes is not always racist. She could just be doing a poor job. Hmm. Well, I she mean, it's very possible she could be doing a poor job. So, um, depending on who the offenders are, because usually white folks don't care about uh, black communities that much to be causing issues. Well, she was being um, called names. They were drawing swastikas and putting up signs, but the racist uh, signs there, and stuff there are like that. Racist, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's definitely sad. That's definitely sad. You think yeah, that would make you yeah, step I down? Probably, I would probably, I would, I would leave a job. Yes, mm. I would leave a job. Because yeah. a peace of mind is more important. That's true. That's and, true. And personal safety. Yeah. I mean, slash your tires and all that. What do you yeah, think, Chica? And personal safety. Yeah. No, no job is worth that. Right. right. I'm a look. I'm a little different. I'm from the hood. I'm from Camden, New Jersey. We're <laughs> fighting this thing all the way out. I'm going to use every law that I can. I'm arresting everyone. You Did you scratch that in? Okay, that's vandalism. You're going to jail. You slashing ties is vandalism. You're going to jail. You're, mm. you're the mayor. You you can have duty. You can have people watch you 24-7 if you need to because mm. you're the boss. So we will be catching that. We will be out there. They writing, pull them in. Wow. You burning flags, you pulling you in. I would, I would, I would... It would be like almost martial law in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yep. just saying. <laughs> yeah, I think it just depends on on what you're willing to deal with. Well, our last story, um, Tiffany Haddish, she was supposed to be coming to Atlanta. I believe this weekend she had a couple of shows um, scheduled, but she has canceled the show, postponed the shows um, in light of the abortion laws that Georgia is looking to um, have effective July 1st. I mean, January 1st, excuse me. She said that um, she calls it um, a new form of slavery. And she said that if if, um, she can't do what she wants with her body, she can't see bringing money to the city. Now, other... um, other movie companies, you know, that create movies here and all that, they're they're talking about leaving Georgia, not shooting, move, making movies in Georgia if this law goes into place um, in January. And they said that that brings over um, nine-something nine million, um, you know, the money, it comes to Georgia. It brings that money to, to the state. Do you think that if Georgia starts losing money, that they will revisit this law, Ms. Parker? Um, well, they've already, you know, I, I watched a special. They already did a special on, um, like, a, a, a noontime special or whatever. And mm-hmm. interview the people who are, um, who make these arrangements for movies. And they said they haven't lost any business, any real business. And, you know, obviously things cancel and people change their minds by location. But they're saying that so far from the stuff that they've booked and approved, it hasn't gone down number-wise. Oh, okay. Um, In terms of for next year? Huh? In terms of, like, for next year, production? No, it's not a, It's not production, people. So in order for a film to be done here, they have to have uh, city approval. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to have to go through channels of approval from, from, legisl- from like, the, the city. There's a department that approves it. Right. Right? Site and all that stuff. They're saying that they have not seen any decrease in... Um, and request to have stuff work done here, film done and movies and movies and TV shows. They haven't seen it, but I do think this person, this people's 
personal responsibility to, to protest what affects what people are saying. I'm still, um, but I don't think we should always do stuff to, to have this big outcome. I think sometimes you do stuff just for your own morals, for your own conscience. Um, I don't think it always has to be tied to, you know, are they losing money or are they suffering? I think sometimes you just make decisions based on what your morals are. And if you can sleep at night and if you can support a city that does, you know, that, that will, a state that will pass a law like this. So regardless of what the outcome is, I think she, if she makes a decision from her conscience, I'm definitely in support of that. Um, and I think there are other people who who would like to do that, but I'm just saying I don't think it's that simple. I think the decision not to film somewhere is a decision that comes from the top. And I think the top, people that really at the top making these decisions don't care. Well, it's saying Netflix and Disney may stop filming if that law goes into place in January. But we'll see if it really happens. Yeah. I'm just saying what they may do. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm saying. Because people they ain't low concern on it. They were like, uh, from from what they were like, we get requests. We've been getting requests in from all those people who said they 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 won't film here. We've been getting requests in, and I, the, the request hasn't stopped coming. So maybe maybe they just maybe they maybe they're lying. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, because it's made at the top, and I think people who make these decisions are people who are similar to the people who passed the law. If you hear, if you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so um, I think publicity at first is going to say, oh, well, Netflix said they're going to probably stop. Until it happens, then we'll see. Okay. Chicken, what are your thoughts? So, the reason that people film there in Georgia is because it's relatively cheap compared to other states. Right. Right, yeah. And um, there's a lot of natural resources still in that state for them to film a lot of different things. So, Georgia is rich with that type of business right now because it's a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with Ms. Parker about the heads on top. They're going to make money. That's what they're about. Mm-hmm. And probably from now until probably some point into next year, business is still going to be business as usual simply because contracts have been signed. I don't care what you feel, what kind of moral hi-hat you want to get on. If your name has been John Hancock onto a contract, that's going to force you to work for the next three or four years in that state that you don't want to work. You're locked into it unless you want to. So I'm sure they're probably locked in for at least probably about 10 years as far as movies are concerned, maybe even more, because it's a schedule, and they schedule out. So they're going to make some money. Mm-hmm. The next thing is moving forward with new projects, if actors and actresses, production hands, anyone that moves on staff of a movie, if they decide to take that stance, and it trickles down like underneath the figurehead, then it could probably force the figurehead to do something. But until then, it's going to be what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we're saying some of the actors and some of the shows that Netflix shoots, they're they're talking about possibly not um, refusing to come film here. So we'll see how it all plays out. It'll be interesting to see, again, if, pe- if, if people say if they're going to do what they're going to do, you know, if this law does um, become effective uh, in January. So we'll see. We'll see. Definitely watch it. Ms. Parker, as always, thank you so much for um, Hot Topics. Have a great week. And Chica, I'll see you in movie reviews. Yes, sir. All right. When we come back. All right, have a good one, guys. Thank you, Ms. Parker. When we come back, our interview with Intellect, right back after this.
Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is a hip-hop recording artist, songwriter, actor, and U.S. military soldier from Pensacola, Florida. Last year, he released his first independent album entitled Out of Left Field, which placed him as one of the top rising artists and best new music on Reverb Nation. Please help me welcome the very talented intellect. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I definitely appreciate you taking time. You're a busy man. You're a busy man. So uh, I definitely, it's definitely our pleasure to have you on tonight. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your background and kind of how you got started into the music business initially. Oh, man. Um, I've pretty much been in music my whole life, man. My granddad, you know, played the piano in church when I was a kid. And, like, on my father's side of the family, all the men sang. Okay. You know, so... I was always around music. I was, you know, in choir as a kid, uh-huh. you know, and then going to, you know, getting to junior high school and high school, you had two options. You either play ball or you went to choir rehearsal. Right. At the same time. <laughs> exactly. So like every other athlete, uh-huh. I played ball. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, but, I kept, but I kept writing, you know, I always used to write, you know, like when I was, I remember I was in like the fourth, fifth grade during the summers. 
like my favorite books, you know, I would sit down and I would just write everything I read in the oh, book, wow. like word, word for word, just because I enjoyed just the art of writing. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that transition into like hip hop, you know, I started doing like poetry slams and stuff uh, to some friends that got me into that. And like I was like a little b boy back in the day, like a little bit with like yeah. the and lock things. Uh, all right, yeah, you got you so, got to do you know, it. Like, <laughs> like I got the I got the bug, man. You know, listening to like Rock Kim, you uh-huh. know, and then you know, and then Eric Sermon and EPMD, and then Nas came out, and mm. like Jay Z came out, the Lost Boys, the Beastie Boys, the Fat Boys, like taking it back. Yeah, you know, like those. Those were the folks, you know, MC Shan, you know, and mm-hmm. Grand Puma, like, like all those folks are the ones that like, that inspired like, you into music. Where yeah. it was like, I could do this too, you know. Listen yeah. to like Slick Rick's like his vivid imagination and like his crazy stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, man, I want to be able to, you know, I want to be able to do that, you know. Right. And, like, it just it stuck with me, but you know joining the military and college and stuff like it's hard trying to do that full-time and yeah. do a full-time job so you know i was always in and out you know and so like 2010 i kind of like really got in it but went back overseas so i had to get out so once i was done doing like active duty stuff and just working for the government contracting and whatnot you know, I decided that I was really going to just put forth the effort and I had made enough friends in the industry where I could just do a whole album and just like I took my money I was making from helping create season two of Quantico yep. and use that finance paying for my musicians, my studio time, you know, everything. Because we didn't we didn't create beats with digital sounds. We we got yeah, you to play instruments. Live instruments, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah. You know, like my guitarist may have been from Spain, for example. Wow. You know, like yeah. we went, you know, we went that route to make like real hip hop, where we took like dope beats and you know, with dope bars, but to the level of like where we had a whole band, but our band may not be in the same place at the same time. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about technology. <laughs> you don't really have to be in the same oh, place yeah. at the time. But let me ask you, let's back up a little bit because you mentioned being on Quantico. Um, you know, you've done a lot of work on television. How did you get started in there? Uh, get started from that point. Oh man, it was it was literally a chance encounter. So me and a buddy of mine who was retired from the CIA, we were training Navy SEALs. You mm-hmm. know, one summer, you know, helping them do some exercise stuff. And he, we were sitting down having a beer. And he was like, "Hey, man, you know, he's an older guy." He was like. You know, a buddy of mine needs somebody to help with um, this TV show, which turned out to be the show Hunted that ended up coming on, like, uh, yeah. CBS or ABC or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you know, they could really use, like, your skill set. Do you mind if I pass your number? And I was like, no, man, sure. So he passed my number to this guy named Tim Clementi, who introduced me to his brother, Jim Clementi. Well, lo and behold, like, these guys are, like, the brainchild for criminal minds. Like, okay. retired FBI officer. You know, um, uh, so I became good friends with them over time, you know, and they became mentors on the government side, too. And the hunted thing didn't work out. But another day he called. He's like, hey, man, can you go to New York? I'm like, yeah, I got family there. I'm going there anyway. And Jimmy's like, I want you to meet some people. So I was like, all right, who am I going to meet? He's like, I want you to talk to some people from ABC. He's like, you know, the TV show Quantico, you know, they uh, 
you know, we had somebody consult for them on the first season, and they were really interested in you for the second season. Wow. You know, and I'm like, well, it's a it's an FBI show. He was like, yeah, but they don't really want to do the FBI. They want to do something circled around like the organization you came from. You mm-hmm. know, I came from a sister agency. So I went there and we chopped it up for what was supposed to be two hours and turned into like a seven, eight hour meeting. Wow. And we had like half the show like scripted out on a whiteboard and I was hired. You know, that's crazy. Had, yeah. You know, do yeah, so I was asked to go to New York, and I told Jimmy, I was like, yeah, sure, man, I'll, I'll go, you know, who do you need me to meet there? And he's like, I want you to talk to some people from ABC. I said, okay, about what? And he was like, do you know the TV show Quantico? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, we had someone on the first season, and they're really interested in you for the second season. And I said, okay, but it's all FBI. He's like, well, the second season would be from, you know, your organization, you know, the CIA, where you worked at, you know, they're interested in centering the show around that so mm. I, I went there and um met with them it was supposed to be a two-hour meeting and we met for you know seven eight hours and scripted out like the wow. first half of the season that's crazy you know on a whiteboard mm-hmm. yeah man you know and and so that was a blessing in itself which helped start the finance of the album and then after that season was over you know a few months later one of the assistant directors i work with there gave me a call and she said hey i'm doing this new tv show you know would you like to work with me on it and i was like sure and then that turned out to be the show enemy within with morris chestnut, morris chestnut. NBC uh-huh. right now yeah uh-huh you know um uh and that was cool he's actually a pretty cool character man uh, really uh, getting to meet with him, yeah. him yeah he's pretty down to earth him and, and jennifer carpenter are some really really cool people uh so you know, I got to I got to do like a little cameo like in the in the pilot episode, which was okay. which was cool. Yeah. You know, um and that, that turned out to be a blessing because then that got me my SAG card, you know, oh, as, yeah. as a principal role or right. lead actor. Exactly. Led me to like the movie role I'm filming like literally in July this year. So. I mean, can you believe I mean <laughs> can you believe out of a chance meeting and then you now have this television and about to start a movie, uh career can you you believe it (laughs) no man it's it's crazy man so like everywhere i go everyone i talk to i try to tell them you know at least what happened to me and the things that i did so that other people can try to do the same thing because there's not enough of us young people that's trying to help each other exactly yeah you know and then so competitive that platform Mm -hmm. yeah you know and using that platform to talk about you know, issues without a political bias. Right. Things that are happening wrong, like, on both sides, whether it's, like, shootings or, you know, difference between cops and, like, citizens in the community. Mm -hmm. You know, all these different things that are happening, you know, in our own country, you know, that we do address. So I don't want to say that nobody up there talks about it, but everybody has a spin on it. Right. And no one seems to come together to say, hey, Let's just be people for a moment. Yeah, everyone's pointing fingers. That's true. That's very you know, true. Yeah. Let's just be people and admit that there is wrong on both sides. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then and then I think we'll be at a point where we could probably move forward in some things. Yeah, and I think also is being able to listen to each other as well. You know what I mean? To hear this this group's concern, hear this group's concern, and see how we come together. And make it better for both people. You both, like you said, both sides. So yeah, I think that's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, I've, I've been on both sides. You know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in the hood. Yeah. You know, but I also I also work with law enforcement, train cops. Exactly. And I, I know what it's like on both sides, and I know that both sides are both wrong. And mm-hmm. if we should know anything, like two wrongs don't make a right. If we continue yelling at each other, we're never going to get anywhere. That's true. Very true. Very true. Well, what can you tell us about this project you're about to start working on in July? So um, the movie is called Chaw, C-H-A-A-W. Okay. Um, it, it literally talks about all the things that's happening in our country right now. So it's a story of these four college kids who graduate college, all different races, so Chinese, African-American, Hispanic, and white, and they're all best friends, and they all graduate together. Okay. But it talks about, it centers around, like, all the different social injustices, you know, and stereotypes, whether it's wealth, drugs, you know, uh, money, you know, the fact that, you know, depending on your skin color, like, you may get favoritism in one area, but, you know, and not in other areas, Mm -hmm. you know, without giving away too much. But the focal point of it all is no matter what happens within their outer spheres, they always come together and talk to each other, and their friendship is what is maintained throughout the show okay. to kind of set an example of, you know, if these folks, if these young kids can do it, you know, amidst all of the other stuff that's happening, whether it's, you know, a cop racial profiling or, you know, um, Asian Americans getting their folks, you know, ahead to get the good job because they they have someone on the inside Mm -hmm. or a white person who's inheriting like you know money but there's like other stuff going on in theirs you know you know if all these things can happen around them and they are still able to not see the color of their own skin they just see each other for who they are as people to each other why the hell can't everybody else that's very true that's very true as you start shooting that in July I know you're excited about that Definitely, yeah, man. I, I get to, I get to, I get to work with like Big Daddy Kane and Biz Marquis, man. That's oh like, yeah, that's like that's right up your lane, like, huh? Man, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like I feel like I feel like a little kid, man. Yeah, like, like I don't know, I don't know whether to like hand him a CD or ask him for an autograph. Right, like, I, exactly. I don't know, exactly. You know? Uh huh. I feel you. I feel you. Well, I mentioned uh, earlier that last year you came out with um, your first independent album entitled Out of Left Field. What's next for you musically? So, um, I actually just came up with the title of the EP that we'll be releasing later this year. Okay. And it's called Death. Death. Uh, so, very, okay. very yep, yeah, very yeah. simple, very clean. Yeah. You know, um, and there's, and it's self-explanatory because there's a lot of depth to it. Um, it'll be, it'll be a five, maybe six record. EP okay uh, cause I'm I'm working on uh I I just signed a single deal with sound sound alive records working with uh E Smitty who produces for you know a lot of great mm-hmm. you know Kendrick Lamar some people from their camp and stuff so yeah. you know I just I just tracked the the beat from them so I should be in the studio next week to actually go record that uh, and that that will probably make the make the EP but it's just a it's just a real you know, it's just a real raw thing. You know, yeah. we'll have you know, those three singles coming off. You know, the first to be uh, Scarface Fitted, which is like one of my favorite movies in the world. Uh-huh. You know, so, 
So we got the record, like, I kind of personify that, but talking about, like, how that relates to hip-hop and, you know, that love that, you know, Tony Montana had for, Mm -hmm. you know, Michelle Pfeiffer in the movie, you know, she is now personified as hip-hop. And, like, there's all these different, like, metaphors and things about that, you know, and, like, the lengths that, you know, at least me as an MC would go, you know, to keep, attain, and, you know, protect, you know, hip-hop. Right, right, yeah. That sounds great. You got a, you got a busy year ahead of you. That's, that's awesome, man. Congratulations on everything you have going on. Sure. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, like I said, definitely a blessing. And, you know, just, just being able to, you know, be on platforms like right. yours and others oh, yeah. where people actually get to hear it. Like, to yeah. me, that's the most humbling thing. Because being heard, I think, is every artist, whether they're singer, rock star, pop, whatever. Right, it's true. You know, is having people, even whether people like it or not, just having the opportunity to be heard. Yeah, you know, yeah, I that's think big. is you know what everybody strives for. So you know, I appreciate you and like everybody else out there that I connect with, because people wouldn't even know like a hit song is never a hit song if nobody's ever heard that's it. True. You that's know? true. That's very so. true. <laughs> well, tell everyone where they can keep up with you on your social media, website. Where's the best way to keep up with, with everything you have going on, hear the music and all that? So I'm pretty simple. Like, everything is intellect music, the number one. Okay. At the, at the end. So that's SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on Spotify. You can just look up intellect and you can find me and I'm on, like, Deezer and whatever Pandora, whatever people have as far as streaming music services, YouTube, Title, all all of those things. Uh, um, and then the the website will be standing up here pretty soon, which okay. will be um, therealintellect.com. So uh, so we'll have that up in the in the coming weeks. Just going through like some rebranding stuff and changing oh, yeah. our logos and icons and everything. You know, straight most definitely uh, for the for the release of the EP. Uh, so that's where that's where everyone can find me. I'm I'm on you know all those platforms on social media. And you know, if you do reach out, I I am not like most other artists. If you reach out and talk to me, I will talk to you yeah. personally. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if if you wanna if you wanna connect, definitely connect. It don't have to be about music. It don't have to be about a feature. You can have an opinion. You might just want to say hi. You might want to say your music sucks. If you do say that, <laughs> I challenge you to. I you don't want to hear that. Why? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like. Yeah. You know. No. I like. I want to hear all feedback. Like. Okay. If you, if you got, you know, constructive criticism and stuff, like, bring it because it only helps me grow as an artist, knowing, you know, what's coming from like the listeners. That is true. That is true. You know, too. Very true. Very just true. be, just be substantial. In your, you know, in your remarks, don't be like, "Well, you suck," just because I don't like it. Like, right, well, to right. me, that don't mean anything. Exactly. You know? that's, exactly. That's great. Like, right. I don't like mayonnaise. Right. That's real, though. That's real. Well, listen, man. I want to thank you so much for taking time out your schedule. Congratulations on everything you have going on—the new music, the upcoming movie. And uh, you got to come back on and tell us about the movie when when uh, after you finish filming it. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, we definitely we plan for a release of May May twenty twenty in okay. theaters. And uh, oh yeah, by the way, for all of my folks uh, who are listening out in Philly, um, come see me 
uh, next Monday on Memorial Day at the Voltage Lounge. Nice, nice, nice. So, so we'll we'll rock it. We'll rock it out there. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, listen, our thanks goes out to Intellect for joining us tonight. For more information, please go to our website, thestephenightshow.com, and uh, we'll be right back after this. I'm never burned out 
Steven, nice show. Adam, how's it going? It's going well. How are you guys? Cannot complain. Cannot complain. I will let you two get uh, going with uh, movie reviews. Sure thing. So I'll, uh, I'll I'll kick us off. And I actually didn't get a chance to uh, go to the theater this weekend. Actually, it was kind of a um, 
and Chiki, you'll probably agree, it was kind of a weak, weak weekend for the theater. Let's see, Men in Black International was the only thing that came out, and that opened to a very low uh, weekend opening. So I actually opted to go and check out the latest Netflix movie by Adam Sandler called Murder Mystery. And mm-hmm. uh, this one is, stars Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, and it's a couple that go on a, a 15th anniversary <laughs> vacation to Europe and uh, get involved with this care, these characters, uh, these rich characters that eventually turned into a murder mystery movie uh, all throughout parts of Europe. And, um, you know, I, I watched it and it was actually not bad. It's, you know what you're expecting with an Adam Sandler movie right. on Netflix these days. Uh, but, you know, it, it had a lot of funny parts. I think uh, Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler have really great chemistry, I think. They have good back and forth, I guess, or funny back and mm. forth on screen. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I thought, you know, don't expect too much, but uh, if you're looking for a fun movie with some good jokes and, uh, you know, some there's some mystery to it, too, trying to figure out, you know, who did this and who did that, uh, then, uh, yeah, I, I would recommend it, especially if you have a Netflix subscription, then it's really just, you know, an hour and a half of your time. Right. Um Without, without giving, and then, let me ask you, without, oh, give, without giving away, were, were you surprised who did it? I was. I was um, too, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, they had some twists in there. Uh-huh. Um, and people who watch it, you'll see and you'll start to think, oh, this person did it, and then something happens. You're like, well, maybe just, and then they, uh-huh. they switch it up a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was definitely better than I thought it was going to be just because it's, it's gotten some low reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes and things like that. But, uh, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've guys um, done your job. You made me want to see it. <laughs> it was yeah, nice. yeah. It's not yeah, long. Like it. it was good. Yeah. 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 Put it on in the afternoon where you do. I mean, I I like paying attention to my movies, so I don't actually like doing other things while watching the movie, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Watch it one afternoon. You're just looking for some good laughs. Uh, and they said they'll deliver. Oh, cool. And um, then the only other thing I saw was uh, the Netflix series that you actually saw a little while ago, Chike, and I just want to confirm that it is uh, a really good Dead to Me. And again, yeah. uh, well, I saw that too. mentioned a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, uh, James Marsden. And uh, for anyone who's still not aware, it's, it's a Netflix series about this lady who lost her husband to a hit and run, and she befriends this uh, other lady, uh, who we learned by the end of episode one was the one who killed the, the husband of uh, Christian Applegate's character. So we kind of get into their world and things like that. Um, directed by, or it's produced by um, a few people, including Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. So it's got a kind of a good backing to it. And yeah, I was I was really impressed. Uh, the The writing was a little hit and miss here and there, but. Overall, the acting was really one day, really well done. Uh, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini do a great job, and the scenes were shot well. There was great directing and everything like that. And it's really, uh, it's only ten episodes. You can get through it half an hour, roughly each episode. And uh, as you said, Chike, you know this is really good, well worth a watch. And uh, anyone looking for something new to watch should check it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the things though that each with ending of each uh, episode, you would jumped up a level in intense drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it progressively got, you know, hype as the show went on because it's all over the place. 
I remember when I yeah, wa- and they're oh. all. Oh, sorry. I say, I remember when I watched it. I'm, I was thinking, I don't know how they're gonna do a season two until the very end. I said, oh, they have to do a season two. <laughs> they have to do yeah. the very last scene. They have to do a season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there were a lot more twists than I thought, you know. Um, I thought it was just going to be a little bit predictable, but they really throw a lot of stuff at you that you didn't see coming, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought was great because, again, I was expecting one thing and something else happened and mm-hmm. uh, little things like that. So, uh, yeah, so definitely check that to me out. And then, again, these are all the Netflix weekends, I guess, but uh, murder mystery as well. So I I did go to the theater and I went to go see uh, the new re- zombie release, uh, The Dead Don't Die. It's a zombie film, and this film has stars like some of the top notch in Hollywood. I'm just going to run down the names, and it's 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 a lot of stars in this movie: Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Danny Glover, Selena Gomez, Tilda Swinton. And I can never pronounce this woman's name correct. I know it's Chloe Sevigny. Oh yeah, to be yeah, on, on uh, Big Love. Yeah, yeah. She's a really great actress. Uh, Steve Buscemi, the RZA, Rosie Perez. I mean, it has a whole lot of stars in this. Now, I know what they were trying to do with this film. They wanted, they were trying to create a campy zombie movie with throwing all these stars in it. Something like remember Attack from Attack on Mars, Attack from Mars. How it was so mm-hmm. campy, and but it made a lot of money, and they were trying to do yeah. that with this, but it just it didn't. I don't think it caught. Like some of the jokes were like study missiles. I I I, I maybe have chuckled, and then it's like oh, the, and, and I had the idea in my head when I heard it. Oh, they tried. Like oh wow, that's how I felt. Like okay. Oh wow. What else do you have to offer? But you know, in the gore level, it was very gory. I give them that. The makeup you know, on the zombies and them eating flesh was awesome. But the storyline, it didn't connect. And it just seemed to me like you had all these stars in the movie for what? <laughs> you didn't use Interesting. Them. You didn't use them. I mean, these are some top-notch award-winning, you know, artists, and you didn't use them. And and I guess if yeah. you were using them in the sense of making that campy horror movie, it failed. Like, it's, this is not going to be a cult classic. It's not going to be one of those that you pop in, you know, years from now and say, hey, let's watch this. Let's all get around and watch this. No. Not like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Not like that. Not like Attack from Mars. Not like that. Not like Night of the Living Dead. Not like that. You missed. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Trash. It made, what, what did it make? Where did I write it? $2.3 million. And... It got 53% from Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Not that we need Rotten Tomatoes because Adam and I are our own entity. You should listen to us. We know what we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. Because that Adam Sandler movie got like a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't think it was that bad. So, mm-hmm, not like uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, th- um, but this movie, yeah, no. Um, if you want, you can wait till it comes on DVD or on cable. But watch it when there's nothing else to watch. Sorry. Mm. Ouch. But not sorry. <laughs> that's good to know. Well, we have a brutal reputation. It's my duty to tell the truth, and that's how I felt. Yeah, sorry. Sure I do. Did you watch but other than that, 
I'm still watching The Shy, which had its season finale, and the show ended awesomely. Oh, man. So I, I'm, I'm at, lo- at a loss because I don't know what they're going to do with Jason Miller because uh, he's not coming back to the show. And, you know, we're having debates about if they should kill him off or write him off or if they should change the actor that plays him. And my perception is I think that if they find an actor with a name and put him, insert him in there, I think they'll be okay. They just can't get another non-name uh, actor and put him in that position and think that he's going to carry it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that they can move on with another person, but they have to get, have a name. Just my opinion. Okay. So, uh, Claws, I didn't see last night, but I'm going to watch tonight. Um, and so far, that's been good this year, this season. You know, same old. They always deliver. It's a good drama on that show, and it's funny. Um, Animal Kingdom, still good. Um, and, and they have a little sub-story going on because they're dipping back into the lead character's first background. So as the episodes go on, they're in the present, but they're going to her background and like that's how she survived which I think is pretty cool um, and Big Little Lies Meryl Streep is she plays bad so well and I love her for it like <laughs> she like such the 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 antagonist I love her for it check it out it's, it's been as good as it was last season but plus Meryl Streep so that's like a cherry on top mm-hmm and yeah, that's what I'm watching. Well, I saw a movie on Saturday on Netflix called "Always Be My Maybe," and the reason why I remember the title, I'm, you know, I, I don't usually remember titles, but because the um, song they put in is "Always Be My Baby" by Mariah Carey. <laughs> so it, anyway, ah. but, but it play uh, it stars Ali Wong, who's a comedian, Randall Park, and Keanu Reeves. He actually has a cameo playing himself in there. And so what happens? Uh, I'm not gonna tell. This, everything but so Allie and Randall's characters they meet their their childhood friends um Allie's mother passed away and so she becomes really close with his parents and um they get to high school um and then they end up um they end up losing their virginity together it just happened randomly because they were just friends and then he just kissed one day and it happened and in the car and then his mom passed away. Um, and so they're at like McDonald's or something after they had sex. And she mentions his mom and how she misses him and, and misses her. And he goes off and saying, that wasn't really your mom. You don't know what it's like. And so they lose touch. I guess he graduated, lose touch. 16 years later, um, she becomes this world high star chef. So she's opening restaurants all over the world. And um, she has to go back to where they're from, San Francisco, um, to open up the new restaurant. His Randall's dad is like the he has his own company, his AC, you know, repair or whatever, and he works for his dad. And so that's how her assistant hired them to do the work for the restaurant. So that's how they reconnect. She's actually at this point engaged to this big baller guy. Um, but he's a jerk, you know what I mean? And so they decided to take a, a six-month break because he had to go to India to um, do some restaurant stuff. And they took a six-month break. They said they'll date other people just before they get married to make sure it's official. And so take it from there. You'll have to see what happens. Will they be together? 
we were having a discussion when I was watching because it's always been my maybe. Will they be together or will they be together? I said I thought they would, but my friend thought they did, wouldn't. I'll let you all see and see what happens. But it's actually really good. It's like it reminds me a lot of um, um, Crazy Rich Asian because it's it's, it's most of the cast is Asian. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, it's not it's not at all like Crazy Asian, but just the fact that it's an Asian cast. Um, but Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, he is hilarious in the movie. He's he's a very interesting person, but he just has a cameo. She ends up dating him at some point, and it's him playing himself, but it's funny. But uh, check it out. I, I, oh, I, I really liked it. I forgot. Something else that I'm watching. Um, Doom Patrol, I'm watching on the DC app, and also they just introduced Swamp Thing uh, as uh, a series. So this is all in the DC universe. Uh, yes, I'm a geek. I ordered the app, so I watched their programming on the app. <laughs> For all the comic geeks out there, there is another portal to get access to stuff in the DC app. I had to wind up tweeting them over the weekend because I had to say this, and I guess I'll say it on the radio as well. I've never seen such diversity in programming anywhere else like I see on the DC app. They have so many different characters that are so many different things and so many different ethnicities. I salute you, DC. Seriously, like that, I've never seen that before. It's beautiful. Nice. So, um, I heard Swamp Thing was canceled after one episode. Did you hear that? No, I've, I've no. I'm watching the series. Look it up. I'm wow. Because I've watched more than one episode. I'm like the third one in. Oh really? So maybe they uh, maybe they just maybe they like canceled it earlier. But I remember hearing that uh, they were, I guess, and it looked like a good show. So I don't know what's going on. But I will I will say this about the DC shows: a lot of people liked Gotham when it came on television. Uh, I in the beginning I started to watch it, but I didn't really it didn't catch with me. The production is kind of the same, maybe even a little bit better on the apps. But I will tell you on the app, it's no holds barred. We're, we're talking cuss words. We're talking nudity. We're talking sex. We're talking blood, gut, gore. It's the real deal. Like they're not playing. <laughs> so that's why I appreciate it because it's kind of, kind of true to life like the comics. This is the way the movies should have been done if they're going to be done like the comic books. The comic books were gritty, and I love it. So, yeah, DC. Okay. Keep it up. That's good to know. Anything coming out of the pipeline? Uh, well, so this weekend, um, for me, it's Toy Story 4, uh, which should make a million dollars uh, or millions of dollars because it's, you know, the fourth Toy Story movie and every movie has made a ton of money. Um, and then uh, I have to look at what's coming up afterwards, but that's really the, the big one. Yesterday, I don't know if you've seen any trailers for this, Chike, it's the one with the British guy who... He gets he like he falls over. Something happens, and he's a he's a musician, but he's not going anywhere with his wife. And then he wakes up and he he plays a Beatles song, and no one's ever heard this before. Oh, it's I heard about that movie. Yeah, this is like an ultimate <laughs> reality where I think it looks hilarious. Yeah, it does. Um, and it, I don't think it's uh, weird. No one knew the song. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? So I, I wonder where they're going to take it because, you know, now he becomes a big star. Uh-huh. He's having all these number one hits because he's just releasing Beatles songs. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, you know, where can it where can it end, right? Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm very intrigued in that one. Yeah. I don't know. 
So I, I keep on trying to catch Ma because I'm really interested to see where Octavia Spencer did. And I know this movie's been out for, for just the second week. Um, I can't seem what to make Child's the call Play? time. What'd you say? What about Child's Play? Are you gonna? Are you getting? Are you a Chucky fan, or are you gonna I'm, check I'm, that out? I'm not. I'm not that interested. I'm not. Oh, okay. See, these these remakes, and you know what, I say this, but I'll probably look at it for curiosity because, you know, I love to eviscerate people as well. But I just don't have high hopes that it's going to be good. And then when I go to these movies, I get in and I know it's not going to be good, and if it's not good, I get mad. Mm. <laughs> because you've had all this time, you had all this money and all this production, and all you did was regurgitate BS. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. What about Shaft? No one wants to see Shaft? I heard he got some bad Shaft. <laughs> Shaft is another one. I'm a little skeptical. You know, I don't, I don't know. John Singleton did the last one. I don't know. That one was good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this one's gonna have. So it's just like the son of the son of Shaft, or it's, it's, I mean, it's Shaft, all, three of Shaft's them. son, and Shaft. There's three Shafts. Yeah, three Shafts. <laughs> yeah, the, the original, Shafts. the original Shafts in it. As well, and Tommy. Uh, oh my uh, gosh, Richard Roundtree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that'll be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know it did it did bad in the the box office. I think it opened at number six, uh, and it opened this weekend. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, see, I think that would be good on television. It seems like that one would be good on television. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for me. All right. Me well, too. Well, thank you as always. Let us know what to spend our money on and what not to. What not to. But uh, have a great week, and we'll, <laughs> right. we'll talk next Monday. All right. All right. right back after this. Do. 
The eye of horror scattered in my younger views. We ruffle you, we taking over like cocaine and baking soda. You can remain Jehovah, the game is over. We plain selling soldier, my name is Hover. The range is roller, we spray the rover. Maintain the cobra, my guy suffers on a mission. And I ain't staying sober, my diamonds glistening. I'm in that prime position, that nine milli clap like an encore. Shatter that face and all that contour. LA, baby, yeah, you know we on tour. California, baby, yeah, having a ball. No Dr. Dre, no Snoop, just Alize. We in that coupe sipping on Grandma's special soup. Illuminati through my body at the party. I'm Bacardi, Kamikaze, have it largey, caviar in my scenario. the Stephen Knight Show. Aaron Cosby, how you feeling? Stephen Knight, happy Monday. Stephen Knight, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Hey, how are you? Great. That's good. That's First good. day of, the, of my summer classes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yep. last two classes, and I will have this second master's degree. And, um, That's awesome. Six, six weeks away six weeks away so wow. this is going to be crazy these six weeks are going to be intense cause oh, I can imagine it's in essence it's a 16 week it's like a regular semester a regular fall or spring semester but it's condensed into six weeks okay okay so just imagine yeah it's, it's just going to be twice as much work and a smaller in a uh, shorter span of time right so I'm, yeah well, you'll make it work Oh yeah, always, 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 always. Speaking of uh, making it work, though, did you see them? Them Raptors? They went ahead and just close. Oh it my out. god, yeah. The thing was, I was, you know, obviously I was going for um for the Warriors, but when they won, I was actually happy for them. I actually, what I had decided, it they could win as long as they went to Game Seven. I just wanted to go to Game Seven. It, right. it didn't end up that way, but um, I was happy for them once they won. But did you hear what happened today? With oh yeah, the um, trades, yeah. Well, I'm talking about the shooting out there. I'm talking about the shooting. Oh, they, no. you know, they had the parade today, and yeah, they they start shooting out there. It's crazy. Okay. Can I just say this? 
folks talking about, I want to leave America and I'm going to move to Canada and I'm going to live in Toronto because there ain't no crime, there ain't no drama, there ain't no... Yes, it is. And yeah, they had shooting fifty. It was about fifteen minutes ago. Well, I'm sorry. It's at three p.m. Eastern time. Um, it was reported fifteen minutes after that. But yeah, they were okay, shooting. So um, this is kind of this is kind of like um, breaking news. Yeah, happening now. Like it's kind it's, of mm-hmm. fluid. It says in the video, and you can go to our Instagram to see the nice show. It says in the video, you can see people fleeing the area, uh, searching for a safe place. Raptors play by play. Announcer Matt Delvin reportedly grabbed the mic and told the crowd to stay calm while officials respond to emergency. It is uh, it's unclear if there are any injuries um, that have been reported. I mean, isn't that sad? People can't it is sad, right? Because Drake's out there, you know, the players are out there, the families, and then this yeah. foolishness. Yeah. It's foolishness. It's foolishness. I, this is going, I'm telling you, they are going to stop doing these Parade, yeah, you, 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 you can't. Are really going to mess mm-hmm. it up, like yep. yeah, yeah, because these players have their um their um, families with, with yep. them, their um, kids, mm-hmm. and I don't see them putting their family's life in jeopardy right. for, for some foolishness. Exactly, and not only that, me as a parent or just me as a human being, I don't want to put put myself out there. Also, my children, like right. It's true. These large crowds, I'm just, um, it's yeah. just sad, but yeah. you, you got to think twice about it. You, you do. But, it's, but it's, it's effed up that somebody or some bodies, plural, mm-hmm. wanted to do it. Well, not wanted to, actually did it. So I'm hoping that no one was seriously injured. Right, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy, crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But on a lighter note, though, um, again, Raptors, congratulations. Yeah, y'all. congratulations. I mean, y'all are Y'all are a great team. Like, they ball, they ball. They yeah. did, but you know what? If, if those injuries, I think it would have been a little bit because they they give it up to the um, Warriors. They they held on. You know what I mean? Despite yeah. um, the injuries and the height difference. You know what I mean? They they falling like flies. Yeah. The Warriors. I mean, it's like every day somebody hurt. I'm like, I mean, I felt so bad for KD. I, mm. I did too, yeah. and I felt. Bad. Also for Clay. Because oh yeah, Clay too. Yeah, been in there. That would have been uh-huh. in all actuality. I think it would have went to because then he had, he had like twenty some points before he got hurt. I believe Clay had thirty. He had thirty yeah. points. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. He, he was balling. Yeah, balling. Mm-hmm. And just that freak. He landed freaking. Oh my god. Yeah. Want to say that Danny Green? He didn't do it on purpose. No, you can he tell he didn't do it on purpose. On. It was not on purpose. No. He's playing aggressive defense. I would not have, like, Clay had a step on him. Clay's, once you are airborne and you as a defensive player is not air, airborne and you're not going to be able to actually make a, a, a block. Let him just. Yeah, because it's going to be a foul anyway. Right, exactly. Let him get his two points on. Yeah, don't. Which end up being that, a foul. That's the only issue that I had with the play as far as with with Danny Green. It was not dirty. Right, right. I think that as a pro, like a pro athlete to another pro athlete, bro, I know that you might, me trying to value whatever, and you're in the air going fast, you might land crazy. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm not going to do that. You already got a step on me. Right. I'm not going to stop you. You already got it. You are airborne. You were, you, you, you run at full speed. You, you're in the air. I'm trying to catch up. All I can do is uh, foul you. Right. And, yeah, just let them get the tool. Yeah. Like, let them get it. It's, it's, it's all good. And and you're not a a bad defensive player for letting that happen. You, you're not so all I let up on a play. No, it's risky. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but, again, Danny Green, I'm not coming down on you. Whatever. But, um, yeah, that was sad. That, that was – it was – once it happened, it was like, okay, that game match. It was over. Like, it was – even if if the Warriors would have won that game, they would have been literally limping. Right. In game seven, and oh I yeah. Think the Raptors I think they would have lost in Game Seven, but I just wanted to get the Game Seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But what? Okay, first of all, Drake's curse is is now broken. Right. The curse. Mm-hmm. But also, Ron's curse is now broken. Yep. <laughs> I said that the Raptors were 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 going to win. They won. And also, I said that the St. Louis Blues were going to win the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they won. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. It's, a, it's broken. It's officially broken. It's broken. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. But, yeah, so you're cool with the Warriors losing and everything. I mean, I didn't love it, but, I, but, but I'm happy for the, our Raptors. What did you think about this whole situation now? People are mad at the war. It, it's, it's, it's so funny. Prior to KD playing mm-hmm. in Game 5, people were mad at him for, for not playing. Oh, yeah. Then he plays balls out of control. Yeah, I mean, he came up there ready. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was – yeah. If he and Clay would have, they would have. But they would have, yeah, they would have won. They would have won the series. Because I was thinking, because they were saying they were going to um, play KD as needed in spurts. You know what I mean? But he came out there. He started. He came out there, and he was on fire. Bruh, he was on fire. He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I am all that. Yeah, and, and some more. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the best players in the world. Right. He proved it. And he proves it. But what do you think? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But what do you think about people saying that um, he? Okay, initially he was soft, whatever. But after he got hurt, now they're turning on the uh, management of the Warriors. No, I think that, think that I think ultimately it was his decision to make. You know what I mean? And I can imagine him being, you know, an athlete, a star athlete, and you know, you're in the champ. You know, you're in the finals. You want to play. If you can play, you want to play. And so I think that it spoke to his character that he did play. But I will say Michelle said that she thought that he shouldn't have played because it could have ruined his career. Um, but, you know, I think it's something that competitiveness in you, you know, your team is here. You want to win. You want to you want to win that championship. And I think that it's his decision. Now, if they forced him to play, which I doubt they did, I, you know, I could see some of the backlash. But ultimately, it's his decision. You know what I mean? And I think that he did it the way he wanted to. And um, it's unfortunate he got hurt. But, you know, he had surgery, I think, like the next day. So hopefully he'll recover he'll in time before the next yeah. season. And he can recover and come out, you know, kicking butt like he did. Right. Um, right. You know. But what do you think? And this and this was a different – this was not the same It wasn't the same injury, right. Right. People, yeah. I think mm-hmm. people initially assumed 
that 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 he re-injured right the same this was his like Achilles heel aggravated mm-hmm. the same yeah. injury and yeah. it wasn't this was a totally different right injury absolutely so you know it was just it just happened it just happened I mean, it just happened dude that was guarding him didn't even really touch like it, it was just no Mm-mm. it just happened yeah. it was just a it was really a freak it was thing. yeah it was just a freak, I agree. freak thing. It was almost like a ghost was a anyway. It was weird. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, but Kevin's in. He, he seems to be in good spirits. Yeah. Considering the situation. Yeah. And he has one year to to just rehab. Mm-hmm. Get, get stronger and. Yeah. He'll be fine. Exactly. He'll be fine. And I'm glad it happened at the end of the season as opposed to. Um, you know, mid-season or early or, mid-season. Or, yeah. or the beginning. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that is true. That is true. The speed recovery so, to you him. heard about... Right, right. So did you hear about the um, the young trade? I didn't. You were about to say something about that. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Lakers, man. They let your boy go to the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Anthony. Uh-huh. For, um, for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... The um, Lakers get Anthony Anthony Davis for what is that boy Ball look look la la one of the L Lamar no that's his daddy um <laughs> the boy the Lakers y'all y'all know who I'm talking about him the ball boy. <laughs> that his daddy is it Lavar yeah I think his dad's Lavar um. Yeah, I know you. This one took my time. Go ahead. Trail anyway. Yeah, yeah, him, 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 and um, oh boy, who played at Duke Ingram and somebody else. It, it was a three, three or four player um move. So, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Good I remember. Well, they were saying they were. They said the they were saying they were going to bring Anthony Davis. Um, I heard that rumor for a while. Um, yeah, it'll be curious because but did you think that they would would have gotten rid of um, Ball since you know Ball all the hype for this day like Levar Ball. What do you think about that? Um, well, his he, well, he's saying he's happy he got traded. Oh. That's what he's saying here. But, you know, you could say that it's easy to say it after you get traded. You know what I mean? We're supposed to say. But, yeah, he's saying that he is happy. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think? You know what? Um, Lonzo Ball, that's his name. Mm-hmm. His dad's LeVar, yeah, yeah, okay. His dad is LeVar, and mm-hmm. that's... That 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 says a lot that people know his dad more than they right. know him. Right, exactly. Like the name because his dad's um, staying in the headlines, talking out of junk. He's in the headlines today. Like he just anyway. I think that it that this might actually end up being a good trade for Lonzo because it gets him out of the big market, out of the LA. Yeah, that's true. He can get to. New Orleans and really just focus on the game and not all all the drama and, and all the antics. Mm-hmm. And maybe he can distance himself from his father. Right. Because 
I don't see his father doing all that in the New Orleans market. Like I don't, I don't see them ha- having that. Like that's that's just not going to play well there. Mm-hmm. And his dad seemed like he's very L.A. Hollywood. He's almost like a Donald Trump kind of a guy, just right. like carnival barker, kind of a circus guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so maybe he'll stay in. L.A. and cut up and whatever, and Lonzo can be in in New Orleans and just focus on getting better. Right. So yeah. It, this could be good. This mm-hmm. could be good for him. So I wish him all the best. Yeah. But he just wasn't working to me in L.A. L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't wasn't nah, it wasn't working. We'll see. But Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Oh yeah. This is going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now true. all all they need is a point guard, right? A nice solid point guard, mm-hmm. and they don't need anybody flashy. Just a quality, a quality point guard, somebody solid, somebody yeah. quality that can actually make an open jump shot. That mm-hmm. that can you know score, right? So, make yeah. moves, don't, yeah. but doesn't have to score twenty five points a game. Mm-mm. Just score, yeah. Just score. Get your twelve to fifteen points a game and. Get those passes, run that break. That's all. That's all. So we'll we'll see. It's it's not over. Lakers are still going going to be making more moves. Yeah, yeah. This is just the, the beginning. beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Most definitely. But that's that's all I got in sports, man. Like, all right. I, I got to check on the whole shooting situation up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's like breaking news. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I got, bro. All right. Well, Aaron, as always, uh, thank you for your insight, Ron's perspective, and uh, good luck with your first day of um, summer classes. Thank you, sir. Will do. All right. Right back after this. Music machine. Lyrics. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, this yeah. that thing right here, K. Yeah, boy. Word. Look. Look, the product of housing tenements. Try, try blending with the innocent. Yeah. It's to the moon like we chasing stars. Drinks in the air, my we about to raise the yeah. bar. Valerian can speak it, then can eat with us. The Wayne Martin, these this is just some seat fillers. Teach, level up, there, see the growth. Cryptocurrency, bitcoins, to who need the most. Yeah. Look, was quick to want squeeze the toast. These days, about my bread, so I see a loaf. Greedy. Couple plates, we gon' eat the most. Point game, if we trail, at least we keep it close. Yeah. Yeah. Take a toast, sip it in moderation. Huh. It was written in a proclamation. My obligation to the fairest to will. Give food for thought to they cherish the meal. Swerve it in pill. Yeah. Chicks, notice the squad. I ain't talking foreign exchange when I study abroad. Know the facade. Got us lunching up an olive garden. Talking about portfolios and profit yeah. margins. Yeah. We done finally reached the pinnacle. Yeah. Without compromising the principles. Life good, overseas, different interviews. Back then, you to do it for the family. We done finally reached the pinnacle. Yeah. Without compromising okay. the principles. Yeah. Life good, overseas, different Listen. interviews. Back then, 
Drake used to do it for the Deep slumber, sleep till we see numbers. In a vision, seen it like Steve Wonder. Each summer hit a monetary apex. Lifestyle's much more than having safe sex. Strategic talk, dudes who don't pay chess. That's starving, only getting a taste test. Put the sores, finish wines and poured it. Learn the game from ballers that stay scoreless. Rap my, we paint portraits. Spitting riddles like we socially awkward. Pyrex jaws to the corporate office. Catapulted movements was flawless. We about to take a sabbatical. Got the brand, the crown's just collateral. We patrolling different avenues. Life's a bitch. Used to want to marry you. Look, it's kind of hard to think practical. Think it's simple to new rational. Lack of aptitude. Now we down to Georgia Shore. Authoritative. If you spill it, then it's where we love. Coded language. Shit you never heard before. Verbal onslaught. Like, what do you want to hurt me for? Dig. I'm a lyrical enthusiast. Mumble rap. Meet these niggas with a crucifix. We used to listen with exuberance. Yeah. Think they bars coming from a lack of kudalish. Throwing jabs like a pugilist, not the best. I suggest you go review your list. We don't finally reach the pinnacle yeah. without compromising the principles. Life to overseas, different interviews. Back then, used to do it for the pinnacle. We don't finally reach the pinnacle yeah. without compromising the principles. Life to overseas, different interviews. Back then, used to do it for the pinnacle. We finally here. Talk to him, okay? We finally here. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the First Lady Faith Evans, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Well, that's our show. I want to thank tonight's guest, Intellect, for joining us tonight. I want to thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk again next Monday. Peace. Good night. Everything's going to be all right. Is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. 
Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. 